Five Things First Thing with JR Mornings Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. Welcome to Tuesday, one and all, February 13th, 2024, which means, guys, you got 24 hours to figure out what to do for Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, if, and what you're giving up for lunch. And and well, and that, but of course, that's still uh, in the distance because we've got Fat Tuesday, or as what I refer to it as already Fat Enough Tuesday. <laughs> but that means Tuesday. we're going to have punchkeys pushed under our snouts, <sighs> and uh, we will have to make the decision oh. whether to throw caution to the wind. Do you have a flavor? A, a flavor? Flavor? <laughs> <laughs> No, I guess just traditional jelly. Yeah, I don't really have a flavor, you know. It's no, all, just all good to me. You don't you can't mean between cream and like the berry filling. Uh, I guess I versus probably the go versus the, the prune, which I've never understood. You said, you said prune? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen? You've avoided that for the, I've avoided prune. <laughs> 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 Uh, also, uh, on this day, the Tigers and catcher, pitchers and catchers have shown up in Lakeland. So we got that little sign of spring. Single uh, game tickets go on sale tomorrow okay. at the Tigers box office. We got the Senate voting on a $95 billion aid package right now. They pulled an all-nighter. Um, it will provide badly needed funding to Ukraine. Um, critics are saying it, it won't help Ukraine win. Perhaps not, but it sure as heck will make sure that they don't lose, at least in the short term, as they are uh, facing serious ammo problems. There's also aid for Israel in that. The House has basically said, the Speaker says, it's DOA because there's nothing having to do with our southern border. Uh, yeah. Which was in a bill, exactly. I, I, I recall. <laughs> Last uh, I mean, I've... Yeah. I may have some Bidenitis memory problems myself, <laughs> but I distinctly remember that being offered to them and it being the most far-reaching border reform package that we've seen in decades. Uh, but the timing of it apparently was all wrong. We'll see if it has enough votes to pass. It does. It has passed the Senate. So it okay. will go on to the House where there is a question about whether or not it will get a vote or not. A lot of concern today about a Metro Detroit skater, Jamie. Yeah, a prominent skater from Novi uh, in skating in Disney on ice had the scary fall in Minneapolis. I, you know, if you've ever watched figure skating, when the lifts happen, when the male skater holds the female skater up, apparently she fell, hitting her head and mm. then went into seizures. A tent was put on the ice to give her medical care and the lights dimmed. A short time later, she was taken to that Minneapolis hospital. She's in stable condition right now. But people in this town know her. She skated with a partner named Jordan Cohen, and they practice in Ann Arbor at the Ice Cube for years. And this is a hotbed for skating, and all the skaters really around yeah. the country, but especially here, would know this young woman's name. Does this happen more often? I mean, you skated for a lot of years. Anastasia Olson. Anastasia Olson, and she and Jordan Cowan were at ice. I think they got silver at the Nationals a few years back. He he was trying to, you know, he's d- deeply concerned, but says she's very special and is optimistic about her recovery. I know for a fact that she's a skater through and through that she's going to get back on the ice um you know someday soon i know that she's a fighter and she'll do anything for this sport that was from mara mcdonald's story yeah last night at local four um does it happen more often than we know about i mean this happened in kind of a high profile venue but are you thinking all the practices yeah i mean it happens i i know skaters who've skated on disney on ice there are falls sometimes there are serious falls but Hopefully she's okay, and I, I'm with him. Like, if she's skated her whole life, this won't deter her no. from moving forward.
No, it sounds like she was a competitor, and also it's a passion. It's it's what she loves. I'm to sure do. it was scary for the people watching Disney oh, on Ice. Absolutely. Oh well, they threw immediately threw up a tent around her, and I mean, then you've and of course the lights go down to nothing basically, and it's it's got to be just an alarming moment. Yeah, uh, especially with the with kids. Yeah. Yeah. the kids. And the next at. performance is here at Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, and we're going to be doing that with the grandkids. And uh, but uh, yeah, she was playing Belle, and we'll we'll just hope for the best. Anastasia Olson is her name, and. Uh, a 2009 silver medalist at the Nationals. Um, an extraordinary series of events, uh, long, you know, about a week long in the making up at our nation, uh, state capitol. Right? Yeah, uh, Michigan House Speaker Joe Tate uh, has taken a firm stance against racist rhetoric. Representative Josh Schreiber, a Republican from Oxford, faced repercussions from Tate after allegedly endorsing a racist theory on social media. The theory termed the Great Replacement has been debunked by the Southern Poverty Law Center for promoting false assertions about demographic shifts. Now, Shriver's failure to remove the post made on February 6th prompted Tate to strip him of his committee assignments and withhold certain resources. Tate emphasized the House's commitment to inclusivity and condemned Shriver's promotion of divisive ideologies, releasing a statement that reads in part, the House of Representatives is the people's house, and all Michiganders should look upon this body and take pride in how we conduct ourselves. It is also a workplace, and I have the responsibility to make sure the employees of the House feel safe and secure. Despite the disciplinary action guy, he, Shriver, retains his right to vote in the House. So it doesn't uh, it, it doesn't uh, do anything. Right now they're tied 54-54. Right. It does nothing to disrupt that. It's not like Tate is doing this for the political reasons. Political majority. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting that Matt Hall, the House minority leader, or I mean, right now they're one and the same, the House Republican leader. Kind of quiet. Hasn't said much about it. Donnie Steele, my state rep, uh, came out and condemned it. Uh, good on her. There is no place for this. Uh, Matt Maddock, who's another state rep, came to Shriver's defense yesterday, calling him a great man and saying that this is nothing but woke leadership. Um, you know, labeling fairness, labeling, uh, uh, you know, condemning a racist ideology, that's not woke. That is enlightened. Yeah. And and, and that is someone that's committed to fairness. So good on Donnie Steele uh, for standing up. I wish more members of her party would. Yeah, I mean, this all started with a tweet. He reposted a picture Yes, that was pretty offensive to a lot of people, and it started finding its way everywhere. Well, and he's trying to say, well, I, you know, this wasn't something I wrote. This is just something I retweeted, which is kind of a very no. um, shallow defense. <laughs> yeah, very um, much so. If you don't endorse, you are endorsing it when you put it on your social media. Sure. Uh, so, you know, either accept the consequences for that, but don't try to behind that. Uh and uh, the it's just a sad thing, which unfortunately just gives more oxygen to this great replacement theory mm-hmm. to some degree. Uh, but you read about it, and it's like so many of these very narrow-minded, us-against-them kind of theories. Um, kind of like, the whoa, the entire financial system in America is being controlled by five Jewish guys <laughs> in a cabal. Yeah. You know, it's been out there forever, and it's, it's weak-minded, small-minded thinking. Agreed. Um, this, um, the Donald Trump going to the Supreme Court yet again, he's keeping them mighty busy, They're busy this year, days. right? It was an emergency filing on Monday. He Trump asked the Supreme Court to weigh in on whether he may claim immunity from prosecution 
once again pressing these nine justices to resolve a question that could undermine his campaign. You remember four days ago, the court heard historic arguments, oral arguments, over whether Trump should be disqualified for the ballot for his actions on January 6th. In this case, the D.C. Circuit Court handed a unanimous decision last week that flatly rejected his claims of immunity from election subversion charges brought by special counsel. Um, The they need to decide now a timeline and a calendar for this because the initial trial date was March 4th. Now we wait and see what the Supreme Court does and timing as the election marches forward. And Andy McCarthy, who does such a good job breaking down these legal things on on Fox and in the National Review, uh, former prosecutor, said, look, don't get caught up in all this immunity thing. He said this is overly broad. The Trump team knows it's going to be struck down. It's nothing but a delay tactic. Mm -hmm. And he says that's, you know, this is a time-honored tradition trying to delay it past the election. And he said, so don't get so caught up in that. Look more, to your point, about the timing and how quickly the Supremes will take this up. Well, the D.C. Circuit Court made the timeline that he has to file by Monday. So they tried to speed up the process, and he did file by Monday. Right. But now it's a question of the Supreme Court normally isn't in the habit of getting rushed. (laughs) No. no. And so but we'll, we'll see what happens. heard the oral arguments for the other case quicker than usual. Right. For, that was in the Colorado yeah. uh, yes, ballot the case. By the way, speaking of amendment. ballots, uh, the 3rd District, uh, Congressional District of New York, is going to be going to the ballot today. That's George Santos' old seat to determine whether or not to uh, who will replace him. But it's a blizzard. It's a huge. <laughs> it's yeah. It's the mother of nor'easters. Uh, uh, Santos, uh, I'm but, sure. Say, you know, I'm sure Santos is saying, yeah, you know. What you get. I'm sure Santa's saying it's some kind of act of God. Of course. Um, but uh-huh. no, it will be interesting because, I mean, the, the, the Republican majority in the House right now is so razor thin. Um, I mean, today they're relying on Steve Scalise to come back from his cancer treatment to vote on impeaching Mayorkas. But this is going to be an important election and important for another reason. Right now, the whole migrant issue. You've got 150,000 migrants that New York is taking care of. This district is really upset about that. Mm-hmm. And it will be a gauge, uh, blizzard aside, of the level of frustration about that. And it could give Republicans a victory there. Also, somber day uh, in East Lansing. There will be a vigil tonight at the Breslin Center. Uh, kids can pick up uh, these green luminaries that when you, then they're decorating them all, each mm-hmm. one, uh, in memory of the three victims Ariel Anderson, Brian Fraser, Alex Ferner, who lost their lives one year ago today in that shooting. Uh, both in the uh, the Berkeley Hall and elsewhere on the campus. And uh, the flags will be at half-staff under the governor's uh, order. And uh, they'll be remembering uh, those three victims tonight at 810 in the Breslin. And uh, certainly we had a good discussion about that that you can find at WGR.com about the new security protocols mm-hmm. that have been mm-hmm. put in place and some that aren't being embraced nearly enough. When we come back, we'll get the latest live from Capitol Hill on what is happening with this emergency aid package, what its future might be in the U.S. House. That's next on JR Morning at 619.